everybody. Hi guys. Welcome back to another episode of Adulting. Kinda. Kinda. That one was really bad. Yeah, that was really bad. bad. Okay, it's fine. It's okay. We'll try. No. Okay, yeah. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Team. Kinda. Okay, that was better. <laughs> Ooh, I'm mucusy today. Sorry, y'all. My mouth hurts really bad today, guys. I'm sorry. I really apologize. I'm not sorry. It's not my fault. Okay. Let's get into it. Okay. Episode 12. Get with me on episode 12. Oh. I don't know why y'all can't believe it. I could believe it. I can't. It happened quick, like it was like. Exactly, that's what I can't believe. Like I feel like I remember when our first episode. Like I remember we were nervous to start and everything, and then look at us just, just do it like it's nothing. Do it like it's your B day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, really happy to be here. Glad to be here. Glad to be back. Glad to be black. Hello. That's really a slogan. I'm gonna put that on a shirt, I swear. You know how much I say that? I'll put it on a shirt. Not you added to it. I didn't say all that. We do it on you do it on the episode, so it gotta be a part of AK game. Alright, let's get into it. Alrighty. What's your AK vibe of the week? So, like, okay, this, the weather got me feeling it, you know. It's like, it's giving very much summer vibes. And, you know, it's giving me very much cookout, less drink all the day, you know. Girls, look at my nail. Anyways, um, for my Bible week, I put Girls Don't Sugar by Beanie Man. I'm listening to that a lot. I don't know. It just, like, fills out the vibe for, like, summertime, I feel like. And it's just, yeah, that's, that's what I've been going with. How about you, My vibe of the week is Jaguar by Victoria Monet. And if you're not hip to ooh, that was loud. If you're not hip to Victoria Monet, you're missing out. You're missing out. Talking to you and the people. Because she's hot. First of all, she writes for all your favorite artists, so I don't know why her pen goes crazy. Yeah. Yeah, get on tour. So that's Jaguar by Victoria Monet. Is there a reason why you picked that song? It's just, well, it's really, I feel like I was playing it when you, I don't know if you, was it only you came in? It was a different song of hers. My necklaces are tucked in. Why didn't you tell me that? Y'all just don't want to see me win here. Aaron, not telling me I'm going to glasses on. Y'all just don't want to see me win today, yo. Yeah. She's a really good song. Like, it's real, um, says what it needs to say. Like, she's one of those artists that are like, Talk about her, talk her talk, but real, so real cute, real, not as like, I don't know. It's different, because you know, it's different people, they write it different ways. But yeah, because her pen goes crazy, like her, um, entendres and stuff, they be there. Like, you got, you got, I listen to it like twice and be like, oh. I never heard of her, I check her out. You do, you heard her, because I listen to her all the time. All the time. I listen to her literally all the time. I don't know. Sad. She's so underrated. Y'all gotta tap in, y'all. Stop playing with her. Oh, that was real subtle. That wasn't even on purpose. 
Dang, well let's tap into the into the into the tap 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 in. Okay. Okay, so uh <laughs> <laughs> so you need to start. Alright, so first of all let's start off with the latest episode of Bad Boys Club. If you don't watch Bad Boys Club, it's on Zeus. Um network. Um it's so you can just that should bad. tell you how messy it is. Yeah, it's, it's on Zeus. Zeus. Well, shout out to Zeus though, because they are a black I don't know. They're not giving it a. They're not giving it a good name though. Like they like. Yeah, because they're very messy. Very they're messy, making it yeah. look bad. Like yeah, they're they making. Are. They definitely are. I'm shutting them up because they like. So. Um. I'm a. I mean, yeah. Shout out to y'all with y'all drawing, but y'all gotta do better for real. So on the, on the last episode, they um well, two episodes ago or five episodes ago, they had Jonathan, the famous hairstylist, come in as one of the new bad boys there, and he like. Shook the house up a little he bit. Shook, but like real subtle. Like he didn't do it on purpose. Like it wasn't like he did it on purpose. He did it real on the calm. Like just walked in and the girls were shook. The girls were shook. You know, Jonathan being the guy that he is, the bad people. What are they calling the Texas tornado? Yes. He came in here, you know, he straight told him like this, hey, this massive bedroom. I want it. It's mine. So Milan, you got to dip. First of all, soon as Jonathan, soon as he heard Jonathan's name, he sitting at the table like silent, silent. Now you, now you a saint. Milan, you said Jonathan, yeah. Milan, sorry, sorry. everybody talking all that smack. What he did to Carry On, I feel like that was so rude. It was unnecessary. It was unwarranted. Like. You talking about what you don't know about. I'm not gonna let someone sit here and disrespect me. What did he say? That you a hoe? That yeah, you, he said you you go crazy? Like, all right. All right. I mean, you was on a whole different show where they probably said worse. So, yeah. like, now you, you're just in love with a dude that got kids. Like, he was attacking him, like talking about what he don't know about. That would play the fact that I'm on an award winning out. My father, my dad's Kirk Franklin. I don't care. If we not cool, whatever. Who your daddy? Who your pat? Hmm? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What cool. What shoes he got on? Oh, okay. He said, well, "Who room is this? This my babe." I said. <laughs> So, Milan, you know, called his um, brother up. Yeah, because they took Jonathan to a hotel. Because Jonathan was like, I'm not sleeping here. Yeah, they, um, Rio came in. I honestly think, Jonathan, they tried to say, like, Rio, he came in as a new bad boy. But I honestly think Milan, because of the platform that Milan had on the bad boy club, he was like, look, I want him in here. Because they needed a new person anyway, because yeah, of the lawyer. Yeah, so he was like, let me get my friend, because he was scared. He was but what's crazy is, Rio came in with no bags. He stole Stole the bull shoes. Like he had no bag, so how was he gonna be a new he bad boy? He was in there for what? All right, a whole day. He ain't, he ain't had no duffel. He ain't had no suitcase. No book bag. Just vibes. If y'all be so famous and get money, y'all y'all acting up. Anyways, he came in there. That recycle um, rap. That's the. Jonathan beat the dog crap out of him. That joke's funny. I don't care what nobody said. He ripped the man's. His, ex his extension, his extendos, his knotless, he has some knotless. You know what? I'm going to take your hair off for you. Literally ripped the man's hair 
ripped it and then put it out and put it in his own head. You know, nah, real ref, real ref that up quick. He slid, he slid back still fighting the shit. Violence, but Milan, you was trying to be a bully, and I feel like that's what. And why Milan didn't get what he should have got, yeah. though. Like, he just yeah, was, he was lying. He was watching them from the bushes. He was calling the police. Was it was like, him in the bushes, like he, like he GI Joe. Like, <laughs> so dumb. Just like you, you were like, just fighting everybody. Like, so dumb. like my leg messed up. My leg messed up right? When did his leg mess up? Jumping off that table when he was arguing with Carrie? But yeah, um, he tried to lie, say uh, Jonathan tried to set the house on fire, which he did. He had a fire extinguisher, babe. He wasn't sitting there flicking a lighter at you. Like, he said that he had pepper spray. Um, yeah, they said Milan had pepper spray. Had pepper spray. And Rio had, um, that's how he got the chair, because Rio hit him with the chair. Yeah, so he took it and beat him. I heard one story, Rio tried to move the chair out the way, and Jonathan took it from him and hit him with it, and then I heard that he tried to hit him with it. I mean, Jonathan said he tried to hit him with it. Yeah, uh, but um, what you call it? Gotta say that Rio tried to move it out the way, and you know, gotta close to Milan. He cool with Milan, so I don't know. Not no more. Not Milan. I mean, he cool with um, Jonathan. Oh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, that was in retrospect. In I don't even know if that's a word I want to use. Milan's a cornball and a bully, and he too old. You too old, babe. You, you come on. Come on. Right, Some young. Next to our next piece, um, we got Amber Ali from Jocelyn Cabaret, Vegas. Is it Vegas? Yeah. Vegas. Um, season. Yeah, season three. three. Season three. Um, I do like Jocelyn's show. I just don't like how she acts in the show. I feel like Jocelyn needs to humble herself. She's not humble at all from where she came from. You was just begging Stevie. Stevie, please. Stevie, Stevie, please. Stevie, please. Woman empowerment, woman empowerment, but you pull the mess that you pull on your show. It grinds my gears. I feel like you're not setting an example for any girl, especially your daughter. You're not setting an example for your daughter. Funny, Bella. She's going to get older one day and see that and see how you're acting and see how you're treating these girls. And it's not okay. It's not okay because maybe they actually do come to you and look at you like, Look, there's a girl that got out of it and she's doing a good thing. And they might really come to her to like as comfort and you treat them like this when they get married. Because when she pitched it, she pitched it as woman empowerment, helping helping these yeah, girls get out of these regular strip clubs and go on tour. And now she's fighting them and kicking them, her husband beating them up. Yeah. So Amber Ali, she dropped her lawsuit against Zeus. Because she got that payout. They they gave her that payout. That's all she wanted. If you don't know, during the reunion, um, Amber was fighting Jocelyn. She knocked Jocelyn down. I don't care what nobody said. She threw and Jocelyn like falling down. She Jocelyn did try to lie about it. And said, no, she tried to spin. I just stepped back. I just stepped back. She did two different. She made two different stories up. So um, Amber knocked her down, rightfully. And her husband, Ballistic, Mr. Ballistic, think it's okay to bum rush her and beat on her. So he, um, it was a lot going on again. Zeus Network, go check that out. Because Zeus could have stopped that. That's what I'm talking about. Zeus was like, yeah, Zeus, I feel like the Zeus security guards. Producers. They shouldn't have been like, yo, they need to cut that out. They let Jocelyn do whatever she wanted during that reunion, and they let them girls, Um, they kept grabbing those girls and stuff, saying, oh, no, you can't fight. And yelling at those girls. But letting, but letting but Jocelyn followers Jocelyn is a bully. Jump, jump on them and fight Jocelyn them. Jocelyn is a bully. And she claims, oh, it's because these girls, they say so much. But if you look back on the season, they're rightfully saying the stuff that they're saying. Because who are you talking to? She thinks she can talk to people any kind of way. You talk to 
Catch like the one girl said, I'm not your child, Jocelyn. Yeah, that's not yeah, that was a mess. She got that payout though, cause she could have got she could have got Zeus shut down. At least got some more money out of Jocelyn, and mm-hmm. she probably took the little little whatever they threw at her. It was like, all right, that's enough. Mm. And she was the main one with the case. So the other girls that was jumping on it, like hopping in the case with her, and like really getting where it needed to go. No, they don't got nothing. Like I don't mean they probably didn't get no payout. She was the main girl. Money talks, man. Yeah, you can do it tastefully. Yeah, like you have all that security. You have like the money that you need to make sure that nobody is getting hurt like that. I feel like that they should have shut that down. As soon as ballistic hit them, they should have shut that down. Call the police. They let that man walk freely after he just beat that girl up. I feel exactly. like that's, that's terrible. That's very terrible. And they try to act like, uh, what's her name? K. Capri was in the wrong and she was the bad guy. K. Capri tried to swing on him because of what he did. And K. Capri, she did threaten him, but. Rightfully so. Yeah. You're, you're, putting, your, you're putting your hand on women. And she, and I can see, not, I can see, no, it's never right. You know what I was about to say, I can see if she hit you. No, it's never right. She fought, was fighting your wife one on one. Your wife was disrespecting her. She if you're going to break it up, cool. But don't, what are you beat her up for? Now that I look back, now that I think about it, he tried to do the same thing to Big Lex at the last um, reunion. Let's think he got oh, no, Big Lex got her own show. Nah, Zeus handing out shows like it's... like it's. I don't know where her show is, but what's his name? Um, Mula got a show now, too. So it's a love game show. It's a love show. You know who For the heart of Mula. You know who else got a um, <laughs> show? <laughs> Rowan Ray and Bobby got a show. Oh, yeah, they're besties now. Yeah, they got, they got a show coming. And Natalie got another show coming. They just I'm tired, Natalie. At this point, give a dose of condo show. At Zeus, listen. I mean, I know, I, I know, I said what I said. But we are some young black entertainers. You know, we we gotta go on. We're good energy over here. Come on, don't play with us. We this our pitch right here. What you wanna do? Look at us. It don't get no better than us. Oh well. <laughs> it don't get no better. Than us. It don't get no better. Listen, than us. man. Zeus, do what you gotta do. You call talk to who you gotta talk to. We trying to go to LA anyways. We'll be there summer maybe. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. Please, please. Call us. All right. Um, I've been low key itching to talk about Antonio Brown. <laughs> Not even because of Keisha Cole, but because he just Keisha stand up. Keisha, please stand up. Get that tattoo cover. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Heartbreak or something. Like. That got me. <laughs> Under the shade room comments, apologizing. Keisha. She been her. She been. She been begging for years. I have a child. That's so embarrassing. What happened to? Did, he, did Keisha just have a baby or something like that? What happened to that young fellow that looked like he was our age, that she was on helmet? He was our age. But, nah, I'm lying. I don't know how he was. <laughs> I don't know how he was. I don't know. He could be my older brother. Like, two years older than me. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but I don't, I don't remember what happened to him. I mean, you pimp me, you pimp me. Just don't be down bad in the comments. You that's embarrassing. That's embarrassed. Are you not embarrassed? Oh, Are you not embarrassed? I'm sorry. 
Then you talk about something nobody ever for Keisha Cole. We don't like you. I said, you didn't see that video? I can't listen to him talk for too long. He was like, we don't we want that with you, Keisha. Da, 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 da. Then posted the, the video. Well, no, he posted the video of her. It's a fact. He, he exposed you and posted a video of his initials. When oh, she was walking, he was like, you ain't hit an R&B diva, so, huh-huh. <laughs> Stand up, baby. Nah, he been annoying me since, like, he said something about um, Odell, and was like, uh, something about just about him, how he not in the league, and, oh, the league don't want you to do it, like, just talking smack. He did that smack. as a teacher. He did that as a teacher. Nobody wants you. <laughs> but that's, the like, but you talking about Odell, who, I mean, not Odell. Who am I talking about? Who are you? I'm not. I <laughs> I'm not talking about Odell. Odell's in the league and just had a baby. Odell's living life. Odell's. <laughs> I do know who I'm talking about. Wait. No, because I no because I know who I'm talking about. Colin Kaepernick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gotta recoup. <laughs> Gotta regroup myself. Oh Jesus! He said, uh, "We don't feel sorry for you. You took, uh, you took the deal." Talking about um, how he not beating, how he not in the NFL no more. But AB, what are you doing to take a stand on injustice? You know what I mean? Like, why you talking about Cap who doing all this stuff, nonprofits, organizations, and all that, and you arguing with kids going to the shade room? You arguing with your girlfriend in public? You on podcast talking about other people? Go up. You too old. Tired. Females. They are so sassy. Y'all are tired. Y'all are so sassy. Y'all need to get it together. These, these men have been, they, they just, they petty. They want to expose females. They want to argue with females. They, they, they need to stand up. So in conclusion, Tony Brown, you too old, babe. Find you, find you something to do. Get that, AB. Find you some, find you some, something. I have no clue. Um, okay, I put it on here because I want to talk about Jada Pickett and I'm gonna say her whole name, Jada Pickett Smith. Let me not. Let me respect people with marital titles. Um, let me respect title and um. <laughs> 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 that got me so off guard. But, uh, and the Red Table Talk, because a lot of people like to downplay the Red Table Talk, right? They like to downplay it and make it seem like, oh, she just, they just coming out and talking about they mess and bring they mess to the public. But it's like, y'all talking about two episodes they had. You know what I mean? They talking about that one episode when it was the whole um, entanglement scandal. And then. I thought I never watched that because it wasn't necessary like it was a good watch because they talked it out and you could tell they genuinely like were having a conversation like the little clips and bits that people take out were like really misconstrued so like the picture of will like looking like he was upset i think was tired he's a working actor like will smith gets busy he is booked and busy you think he's not tired y'all don't be tired come on anyway but a lot of the stuff that they do on the Red Table gets misconstrued when really they talk about a lot of good stuff on that. Like they really be talking. I follow, that, I follow um, this guy on Twitter. He's 
that officer and the police officer in the room. He's like a he's a like in the community police officer like do like give back all of that. His daughter recently passed away um, from some type of job. Fentanyl. Fentanyl. Yeah. His daughter. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. No, because. Because <laughs> they had it. They just had. Are you saying? Uh, oh, okay, okay. I'm seeing where you're going with it. I'm seeing where you're going with it. It talked about it because of um. Michael, um, what's it? The actor. I can't think of his yeah, name. I feel really, but I really like him. Yeah, that's why I thought you were talking about that. But I realized where you were going with it. They they were talking to his um his nephew that found him, like when he overdosed. No, I'm saying that's what the episode that you're referring to is about. So yeah, they was talking about like different people and they brought up like his daughter and I saw like people saying, thank you so much for like touching light on it. Da, 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 da. So when you like when people say like it's just about messing all that, I feel like that's that's not true because they're actually they're talking, they're having conversation. Other people aren't doing, other people aren't talking about. So I feel like kudos to them. Like Jada's really like, using her thing, her her mom, like Willow, they're really using that table since that's the main focus. They're using it to have the conversation, exactly. So they're talking it out, and it's people that can't talk to their parents like Willow talks to Jada. Or maybe at one point, Willow couldn't talk to Jada like that, and now she can. Or Jada couldn't talk to her mom. You had that picture now, like you couldn't talk to her? Like you can talk to her? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on blast. I don't care. I did. At one point, um, I did. It was a lot. Because I felt like I was real, like... <laughs> I felt like I was like the the misunderstood kid. Me too. Like it was, it was. Oh, you got middle child syndrome, but you're not the middle child. Yeah, I definitely have middle child. Syndrome. You have middle. The maybe because it, that's probably because. Like, you would think like, oh, like what they say about youngest oh, they get spoiled. No, that wasn't me. That's because your middle child is a boy, though. True. Your um, he was the angel. He's so his. Mom. He's he's Kim's he, only boy, so that's why. <laughs> my girl. My girl. He's uh. Yeah. Yeah, he's he was her only boy, so I think that's where I, you got the middle child syndrome. But I got it's all girls, so that's where my middle child syndrome came from. So now I'm actually the middle child. I'm legit the middle child, but it was different, um, different situations where I felt like we're all misunderstood, like they weren't trying to like, ooh. Hear out what I was trying to say and things like that. Like now, I think it's better. Like with both parents, I think it's better. I, I could always talk to my dad a little more than my mom. By the parents, no. I used to think no, not by the parents. It would be my sister and my mom versus me. I feel like all the time. Like growing up, I always used to feel like that. Up until I got like maybe nineteen. No, not nineteen. Oh my god, nineteen. Oops. At like maybe like 17, 18, That's when I started coming to my mom. Like once I was like the end of the high school, almost the end of the high school. That's when I started like. Coming to my mom, talking to my mom, me and my mom became, like, friends. I think me and my mom had, like, a really, um, for people that go through this, we had, like, a real, like, big talk. <laughs> and I was, no, like, it's, I was real, like, even though I hide it well, I'm real, like, I'm a real emotional person. Like, anyone that catches it, catches it. I don't know how emotional she is. I see this girl cry. I've been friends with her for I'm telling you, ask anybody that know me. I know you. I'm telling you. She don't believe nothing I say. I'm telling you. Never saw this girl cry. Never saw her tear up. On my birthday, she gave me gifts. She's like, you're going to make me cry. Girl, shut up. You're not my daughter. I actually was crying. Now what? She I actually was crying. Because they were really sentimental gifts. And no one. I was crying. Oh, my God. It was like. It was so sentimental. Like, I was crying. 
they were so sentimental they were not materialistic like yeah she could have got a bag she could bag next year they were real sentimental and cute and cool yeah i know you all right we won't call my after this because i'm telling you bro i just hide it better i just compartmentalize better I don't like the crying. Crying is too much work. I told you when I start crying, I don't stop. So it's too much work. I gotta stop. But you know, my crying is different though because I cried for like two seconds. You know? Yeah, no. Yeah, so like when I was when I was younger and all that, I used to feel like it was just like them against me. So I was just like really be very defensive with that. So that's what I'm saying. Like with the red table talk. I love that that they all get to there and talk about. Yeah, like that. but that's my thing because Willow has said her and Jada have had to have those talks because she felt like she couldn't talk to her. But now they have a whole talk where they can sit out, sit there and dish out they stuff right. and talk about it because some people have those relationships that they need like they need to see it being worked out so they can see that oh it's really as possible when there's when you're willing mm-hmm. when both parties are willing stuff like that's possible stop. I'm gonna cry. Next. I don't want to stop I just want to make me stop So stop me in the middle of a sentence. It's a fake cry. <laughs> no, I don't want to continue to talk about it because I was going to get emotional and I feel like getting emotional right now. So, Thanks. Are you going to be sentimental with me or are you going to keep talking? No, I was into it. I was really preaching to the choir. Anyways. Women walked out. Um, okay, so um, on Instagram, what? Um, <laughs> what the fuck did you read? The woman, uh, it's a woman. She made a video or whatever. She got asked on a date. I don't know, like the full backstory. Um, she was on a date with a guy, and apparently she paid for the gas and had to pay for her own bill. And at the ending, like he was like asking her, like, yeah, you gonna come back with me? Yeah, yeah, we gonna kick it. And she said no, rightfully so. And he made her walk. Home. And the reason for her walking home was she's not far away. It's a waste of gas, and he she not coming back to give him any. As if she didn't already give him gas money, and then she already, paid, she for already paid for her bill. Why does everything have to be so transactional? Like you can't just enjoy the company. Like why, why? If that was your intention from the start, say that. You know what I mean? Like everything don't have to be I buy your food. You give me sex. Like everything don't gotta be transactional. And, and, and it wasn't it's not even that necessary. Exactly. You didn't do nothing but pick me up. I still gave you the bread for the gas. First of all, time out. And, and if I'm you still, taking me out, yeah, I'm, I'm not giving you gas money. If you, I'm, you take me out, you would ask me for gas money. No. What the heck? I something like that happened to me before. Like I was. Uh, Wish something like that would. No, not gas. Not gas. Um. I would, I went on a date with a guy. He was like, you don't pay for it. I was like, no, I'm not paying for it. If you want to pay for it, bro. I was like, what's wrong with you? I'm not paying for that. You asked me out. You pay for it. He tried to act like he was playing. Oh, I was just waiting. I don't care. You just want to. Then he's going to be trying to be like, oh, it was a test. That is going to stop yeah, testing like, people. That don't go well for y'all, clearly. That still took me home. Um, Anyways. Uh, you be whispering like we're not adults. Like. Mine, Y'all see why I look at her the way I do. You don't have to look at me the way you choose to. Anyways, um, it just shows guys how they be like so transactional. They feel like they must have something in return when it's really 
Nah, that's not. That's never got to be the case. That never has to be the case because it's never that deep. If you wanted to take her out, you took her out. It's nothing wrong with taking her out. It's nothing wrong with It's nothing wrong with enjoying her company. It's nothing wrong. Let's bring that back. Not right. everything is about sex. Please, not everything is about Seek sex. Seek help. Please. That's another reason. I, I just like, I don't know. With men, it'd be, it be super weird. Cause I just feel like with the, it's just, like, they're very creepy. Like, that's why I like. I feel like a lot of guys when they have female friends, they try to think about sex too. Like I love seeing um, relationships with friends, and they're like they didn't do anything. It's nothing like that. He don't make it weird. Like I love seeing it. I always wanted that because when I do have guy friends, it seems like every single time I try to have guy friends, they want that. And I'm like, not again. Not you too. It's a mess. It's annoying. Guys need to grow up. I feel like they got they got a lot of maturing to do. Like, not all of y'all, but some of y'all. Seek help. Get it together. Oh boy. I hope these females find out who you are and you get another and you get no more dates ever again. Okay. Alright. I also wanted to t- talk about Jack Harlow and my girl. B Rocka. Alright, Brandy, if you don't know who Brandy is, your mom ain't raised you right. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, if you <laughs> if you don't know who Brandy is, tell your parents to try again. Yeah, because um, there's no reason for it. She's an icon. She's a vocal bible. You know, where's your taste, huh? But yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, apparently no. Jack Harlow was on a um. I don't know whose whose platform it was. Some interview. Wasn't he on like a um, radio show? Yeah. Okay. I don't know who's the. I think the only one I fully know is like the Breakfast Club and like um. No, that's one more. She. Was, oh, I can't think of her name, but I like her. I don't know. I'll figure it out later. Um, but he was on there, and I guess they were doing some like guess guessing game, like guess whose song it is or something like that. And they played like a Brady song, like a classic Brady song, for right maybe. What album was it? Full Moon, maybe? I think it was Full Moon. I don't remember. And he's like, I don't know who this is. And they're trying to describe like describe her, but not, not by giving her out. So the one girl's like, oh, she had a TV show. He kind of was like, I don't know. And they're like, um, her brother, so they started describing uh, Ray J. They're like, her brother had one of the best sex days. And he was like, who's Ray J's sister? I was so confused. I really think it's just because of the relevancy. I don't think it's because it's perceivably good. I think it's because of the relevancy. Because it's Kim Kardashian and Ray J. Yeah, because it's not like it's... I don't know. It's two regular, regular people. I don't know. But I was just so like... Jack! Jackson! He is a white man, which is why I think we need to stop. We as a community, <laughs> did you break it? We as a community need to stop like expecting because someone has thinks they have like a tunnel into blackness as hip hop or rap that they're gonna be hip, like they're gonna know what we know. I honestly wasn't surprised when he didn't know who she was. If, if 
Even, even his mom listened to Brandy just because he from. I don't know where he's from. I forget. He talks about it all the time. I literally have no clue. I'm really not a Jack Carlo fan, like I thought of. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but. Which is, I don't know, which is weird. And they took it to a whole new level. And then, you know, my sister's like the Kiki. So she, because she a rapper now. Don't play with her. She really watched Queens, even though they canceled it. It was so good. I'm so upset about that. Queens was so good. I didn't really watch it. It had Notori Naughton, Brandy, Eve. I'm just naming them for, like, star power. I'm sorry about the, <laughs> the Puerto Rico one. I don't know her until now. But Notori Naughton, Brandy, and Eve? Y'all tripping, man. More the story is, stop thinking because they have perceivable access to blackness that they're going to know the blackness. Next. Thank you for the cool <laughs> You're supposed to go straight into something. I'll say for you to like really take that joint away and like, you know? Now we can move along to our main thing. That was the, that was the appetizer. That was the app, you know, a little little drink, if you will. Girl, read the thing. Like, um, so the the main thing. Shout out to Kamai because she gave it to me. Like, gave me the thought of it. Cause I was like, girl, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know. And she started the way she was describing it. I'm like, Kamai, I don't know what you're trying to say. I was so confused. I think I was like half like half off in the brain. I had just got off work. I'm like, Kamai, I have no clue what you're trying to say right now. And she's like describing. I'm like, oh no, I don't know what you mean by that. And then after we hung up, I was like, ah, and had a little epiphany. So we're gonna call this discovering our most authentic self. So anyone that knows me knows when I get into something, I gotta like write it down so that we can really understand. Especially if I'm writing it, so I can understand like where I'm coming from when I put it there. I have a little essay, not really a little essay, just like a little paragraph. Just a little paragraph. Literally like eight sentences. That's one and a half. Paragraph is five sentences. So, yeah. Did you read it? No, I um I was skimming through it, but like I kind of understood where you were coming from. Yeah. So basically, by finding your authentic self, because at our age, our young age, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would be forever my prayer. I don't know about y'all. But in the beginning of my prayer, nonetheless, um, we still growing because me now is way different from 12th grade me, who's way different from 9th grade me, and then 6th grade me. You know what I mean? Like, as you grow older, you're going to find different things. Like, you're going to find out which, like, your food taste is going to change. Your change in freaking boys is going to change. Like, your taste in how you want to dress is going to change. Like, your mindset is going to change. So, that's why, that's where growing comes in because it's all about growing because if you're not, like, what's not growing is dead, Right? So, if you are staying stagnant, I'm telling you, yo, the girls are gonna be because, getting that. <laughs> now I'm saying, yeah, like what's not growing is that. So, if you're not growing and pushing yourself further and trying to be more 
yeah, more of a better you, more of a more kinder self, like more of a better um, understood self. Like doesn't even have to be understood by other people. Like you got to understand yourself before right. you can ex- expect someone else to understand you. Right. That's why I feel like I, I feel like um, a lot of times I. I wouldn't really say I'm misunderstood. I feel like that's what I mean. So you thought you were, you were perceived as such, because you didn't understand yourself. Now you're older. You're 21 now. You're gonna understand yourself more and more. So now you see, hmm, this is how I act. This is how I want to be treated. This is how exactly everything's coming together. Like you're not gonna allow yourself to be treated like any specific thing. Like nothing's gonna stay how it was. I know for myself, I'm starting to put my foot down more. A lot of times, I just let stuff slide. Yeah. Um, in my life, I just be like, because like I said, like it don't be that deep to me. Even though, like in my head, it's still not that deep to me. I'm like, no, I can't. Only I'm thing about that, myself. exactly. That's my. That's a, the other thing. Yeah, like, so only thing about that is, just feel like you feel like, yeah, like you feel like it's not that deep. Like, all right, it's easy to brush off when in the back of your mind is still there. Yeah. You still, yeah. you're not thinking about it at that moment. So you're like, all right, like it's cool. Yeah. But you know, for a Fendi, you know, for a Fendi fact, in five days, you're going to think about it and be like, what? Yeah, that's how I was. Like, people say stuff to me, and I, I, like, I'm so quick to brush it. Okay, I'm so quick to just okay you, okay? But then it's just like, now that I'm older, it's like, I, I'm, I'm going to stop using that word, okay? Because no, it's not okay. Because it's not okay. It's you not can't okay. keep. I feel some type, so I'm going to say how I feel now. Like, I need you to know that I feel some type. Exactly. You can't keep letting people. When you let people walk over you and, or, perceive themselves as oh I can I can do whatever I want like she ain't gonna say nothing back they're gonna keep doing it and at some point you're gonna you're gonna bottle it up okay cool it's not that deep it's not that deep it's not that deep but it's that it is that deep but it is that deep you be like taking it taking it taking it that stuff builds up like you said it builds up and then you snap and everybody's like oh my god what's going on not realizing it's just like stuff that Yeah, whereas if you nip it in the butt right then and there, yeah. when some shit go down, it went down, and they now they know why. Dang, I tell you that a lot. It'd be, it'd be tiring for me, and then it's just like, no, I can't keep letting Because I'd be drained at the end of the day. I'd be drained at the end. It's not like nobody but myself, my mental health. Is exactly, you let them walk over you like it's not that deep. Yeah. They don't think it's that deep either because it doesn't affect them at all. Right. When really it is that deep. If it hurts your feelings, it's that deep. If whatever, don't let, like, I'm big on not letting anybody invalidate my feelings. And I'll say it, I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. You're not going to validate my feelings. I don't care if it's the smallest thing. I feel like I'm so messed up that I but so like, what's crazy is a lot of the times we as people, as human beings in general, we do that subconsciously. Right. We're just going to say that, like whether, because it's not that deep to us. Right. So it, it's, it's, it's not that deep. When really somebody over there is hurting, they're sad. That, like, that's really deep to them. Like somebody like me, I'm a crazy overthinker. So even if you're not overthinking, that's cool. That's cool for you. But, but I'm going to think A, B, C, D. I'm going to think everything. I'm going to think every single thing, whether over the biggest things or the smallest thing, and I feel like you can't tell me it's not that deep. Oh, you're overthinking it. I don't give up if I'm overthinking it. I don't care. Because I am, and that's just how it's going to be until it's not. That it is what it is. So it's a lot of the stuff that you got to, like, not let people 
truly invalidate your feelings. Because once they're invalidated once, they're going to do it again and again and again. I'm just become like um uh, I feel like as I got older I started like journaling more and stuff just like touching it with my own feelings because I feel like I don't really be like when it comes to my I'm like, oh, no, I don't really it's a weird to like check in with yourself type thing like I, I I feel like I didn't check in with myself like wait am I okay like and as I like my feelings would be going on and I like I would always be upset and worked up I had to check on my feelings a lot and it's like. I need to check on. I need to like pour this out. That's why I have Cajun. Even though Cajun might not want to hear it all the time, I gotta pour it. I gotta just like talk about it. Cajun, she helps me a lot when I do it. You may not know her now. You help me a lot. Right? Currently, I'm a therapist. Cajun, really, I've come to Cajun about every. Took so one psychology you, class. You think Cajun, like, like. You would think uh, I'm certified and. My smallest inconvenience, like you would really think Cajun on me and my smallest inconvenience. Cajun, let me tell you how. Blah 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 blah. I come to her about everything. No, she might not be able to fix it, but it just it helps me because like I just need to I need that ear because I really don't have nobody but Kiju to like talk to about pro pro. So like with me, I realized I, I started doing that more, checking in with my myself, like worrying about myself. I, I still have some work to do, of course, but like and like as I got old, I feel like I saw I didn't even start doing this until I turned like twenty. Like that's when I started like doing it. I wasn't doing it in my teens. I wasn't like caring about that. I was letting people do whatever. Because it takes care. for you to get older to understand, yeah, I need I this I in my life. I need to do this to yeah. feel okay. Right. To feel yeah. like I can move on from whatever I'm feeling at the moment. Right. There's a lot of stuff that like you you got to learn. Right? So a lot of, I feel like a lot of stuff I know I like take in from other people mm-hmm. so that because a lot of stuff everybody go through around me, I don't have time yeah. to go through that. I'm not going through it. Yeah, and I I refuse to allow myself to go through it because I see how it affects other people. So that's why I'm big on, like, everyone says, oh, everyone has a dumb face. Choke me out if I try to because I'm not doing it. It's too, it's too much, though, which is why I get so upset when people say that to me because I feel like you should want me to be better. You should want me to never have a dumb face. You should want to. That's why I say I always tell everybody around me if I ever start doing dumb stuff over a man, choke me out immediately. I don't say you are gonna have dumb face. I say more so if you do have dumb face, I won't judge because I know how I have dumb face. Like, no, trust I, me. What am I doing? I was talking about it like yeah, key, because when you're dumb, you're not gonna want to hear it. I feel like that's another thing with people's feelings because like they dumb they point. Oh, you're so dumb. Like no, I never tell nobody you dumb. Like I never, I never do that. I say a lot of things. <laughs> I say a lot of things, but I'm never gonna call no one to their face at least. I'm not gonna call you to your face, dumb. I'm gonna try because I'm very because I've learned. I don't know where I learned this from. I think it was a TikTok. I don't know, and I looked it up. But there's different people with how they um how they handle things. There's emotion based and solution based. Emotion based is like if I come to you upset, now you upset, now we upset. You know what I mean? Now we just upset with each other. I'm solution based. If you come to me upset, I'm gonna tell you, okay, here's how I think. I'm gonna say I think, because if you do it, it's not going well. I don't mean, but I'm gonna tell you what I think you should do, or would be the right thing for you to do. Like if you're not in the right mindset, okay, I'm gonna be the calm one. Okay, I understand you're upset, but here's how you can fix it. You can do X, Y, Z. You can do this, this, this. 
Chill. I feel like that's what helps with you and your friends balance out because you're the person that you. I am. Have. I'm the solution based. You're, you're the balance to what your friends go through and all of that. Like, and that's a that a lot of people they need that. That's very very good. Cause not to toot my horn, but toot signal. But I am I I am very. I'm gonna say I don't know. I've heard this, so I feel like I can say it now. I'm not. A, I'm not gonna self-proclaim it but it's not self-proclaiming anymore i've been told it a couple of times very like wiser for my age mm-hmm. compared to a lot of women my age kind of wiser especially with the way i watch my surroundings and see how everyone else takes things in and i take things in differently than a lot of people do so it's kind of easier for me to like okay i see how hmm, i see how that went down i'm not doing that like i'm a like look for different. Yeah, you see a lot of people go through that stuff, like you said. You see a lot of your friends. And stuff. Yeah, my friends, family, whatever, hearing know, about it. You know, I feel like that's an advantage for your life because, like, you didn't go through that stuff yet, but you see other people go through it. You see how it affected them. You know how it made you feel. So it's just like, all right, cool. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, because whether you know it or not, when you're going through stuff, the people around you are going through it too. Right. Whether you know it or not, so you're going through this with your partner or your friend. And you're walking around upset. Now you're taking it out on your sister, your brother, your whoever. So now you're making them upset. So everything is everything for real. I, I sometimes, when I'm angry, I feel like I'm being, I'm so mean. And I got to stop that. Like, my, my tooth be bad. I feel like I'm being angry. Yeah, that's another thing I don't do. And it's not on purpose. Like, I'll come back and talk to you. Like, act like we're all cool. Like, I'm as leader, even though I know you probably be. Because, like, this be just sad. But it's just like, I, I be having to, like, take myself back and just, like, Calm down a little bit because it's not their fault. I gotta remember that. It's not their fault. It's whoever did, or me. It's my fault. So I, I got it. Like I said, I gotta work on it. I got a couple things I wanna work on, like um, religion. I need to get closer to God. In my opinion, I feel like I used to be very close, like go to church all the time and stuff like that. Since my mom passed, I kind of like stepped back from that. And there's no specific reason. Like I still believe in God. I still like pray before I eat, all of that. Like, all that good stuff. Like, I mean, as you get older, you can, because your, your mom was a specific Christian, you know what I mean? So it just depends on, as you get older, how you want to perceive your relationship with God or whoever you believe in or things like that. It just depends on your perception. Like, I grew up, I didn't grow up in a religious house. Like, I'm not going to hold y'all. I'm never going to hold y'all. But, like, my um my grandma, my dad's mom, I'm not atheist. I don't know why you think I'm atheist. I don't think I do. I'm. I figured out what I am. It's called agnostic. It just means like I believe I'm not traditionally religious. Like I'm not the traditional religious person. Like, cause me, I like to take in. I feel like all religions have great properties, right? So Christianity, even though there's flaws, there's flaws in everything. There's flaws in all religion. Yeah, there's flaws in every religion, but there's also great aspects of every religion. So even though I don't fully agree with Christians, I'm never going to fully agree with anyone, though. So... I feel like all... A lot of... Okay. As a not-religious person who who's not biased, a lot of people are biased about the things. I feel like all... Okay, I said this with the I'm just going to reiterate it here, right? I don't know how we got on the topic of religion, but it's okay. It comes with discovering your authentic self. Yeah, of course. Um, I see a lot of people, they, 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 they might have been one religion, like, 
wasn't gonna say like Nakaya, but like yeah, like not a lot of people like yeah, my. They do that, and it's Finding yourself, and it's all about finding yourself. And I love that females they get older, they feel like, okay, this is not for me. Let me move on and stuff like that. And it's all about changing. I love that. Yeah, it's about changing. Maybe your mindset changes. Maybe that specific religion has aspect that you rather chill with. Whereas me, that you didn't like from your past that's like true. That. Some religions take in things, but like me, I like to like my uncle's Muslim, like my mom's brother. That's like the uncle I got fully. Like, I grew up. Of course, you're gonna grow up with all your uncles, but that's the one. Like I call him right now. We'll just chill. Like I don't. A lot of uncles you can't just call and sit on the phone with. Like that's my uncle. That I'll do that with. Like he really thinks he's my only uncle. Like that's serious. So it's like um, he's Muslim, so he'll tell me about stuff. But like I used to go to church like way back when. You be scaring me, bro. You gotta give me a little hootie hoo. I swear, like, uh, but like, different religions have different qualities that I like to take in and understand and put towards my mindset instead of being against it and being. Do you think you like everyone's looking to a religion? No, I think I'm too open-minded for it. Okay. I think some people. Mm, I think some people like to be. I think religion is comfort, right? So if you're, no matter what religion you are, you feel comfortable with them. Whereas when you're trying to change and grow, you got to be uncomfortable. So for me, I feel like I'm too open-minded to sit with one specific thing. Like I need to be, like my mind goes everywhere, so I need to go everywhere with it. I don't, like, like I said, like my dad, he's Muslim. So like, if my dad, let's go. I like, my dad never really garb up. Like he used to talk to me about um, and all of that, and I would go to that shit with him and stuff. But, you know, I live with my mom, so I'd be at church every Sunday. So it's just like, if that one stopped, growing up, all I knew was God. But then as I got older again, like I said, my dad, he was like, introduced me to that stuff. And I just, I just what I said. That, it wasn't anything that I I wanted to look into. Like, I love the Muslim religion. I think it's beautiful over there. That's just like me. That, I also feel like it's comfortability. Like, I, I've known that all my life. So it's just like, yeah, why do switch up now? Like, when you're comfortable with it, because a lot of people that switch, a lot of people that switch religions become uncomfortable with it. Right. So it depends on how you think about it. I think with me, I would never be satisfied with one thing, like one religion. Like clearly, I'm never satisfied, right? I, I'm picking up different things every time I meet someone. I Man, Aaron, it was like, oh, he's cool. Like, oh, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's like different things will make your mind like do different things. So, like, I like to stay uncomfortable so that I keep moving because whatever, if you're comfortable. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, what did, Kamai said something that she wanted, that I was supposed to mention, but I forgot now. I wrote it down, though. What did I say? Okay. It's because, not it's because, I, I was not saying nothing. But it's, um, no, she was saying because a lot of people get, um, feel pressured to be somewhere by a certain age, not realizing that everyone has different, different journeys and like different ways that they're going to go. Yeah, it depends on, everything depends on timing, right? So if your time is not right, it's not right for you, right? I feel like for our age, I feel like working we gotta, we're 
Okay. And I will never do that again. It was cute, about, but I'm never doing that again. I'm gonna keep a job. Keep a job. We change jobs like underwear. And it's all about growing. Okay, we realize that's not what we want. That's not what we're doing. And my thing with employers is, I'm not. I I live by this, and I be telling you this. I'm not letting nobody talk to me any type of way. Yeah. And when it comes to a lot of employers, especially my current employment, which is why. They be they be upset in there because they feel like I get treated differently, right? They be like, "Oh, she brings in she brings kids in food. She bring me in fruit cups because she has fruit cups that I like. She got the good fruit cups because she buy organic fruit and stuff, and she knows I like fruit and she brings them in for me. Like she would bring them in and give them to me. Yeah, man. Like you want a fruit cup? Go buy some fruit cups yourself. Go buy the organic fruit cup that's in coconut water instead of the regular fruits uh, fruit juice. Yeah, like. Maybe we'll met and I, and she keep it a bean. She she'll talk to me like this clearly because I wouldn't be there. But she talked to them a little crazy. Okay. No, she talks to them wild, bro. And my thing with that is though, like of course, um, certain people are gonna be more weak willed and like not able to stand up for themselves. But you're a grown woman letting her talk to you like that. That's why she. That's why she continues to talk to you like that because you allow her to. That's my whole thing. If you allow someone to talk to you crazy, they're going to keep talking to you crazy. If you don't get on it the first time they talk to you crazy, what do they care? You're not going to do nothing. Right. And that's all about what we're talking about. Um, yeah. Then they be in there mad. Like, yeah, she won't let me do it, so I'm not going to keep doing it. Stand up for yourself. Because that's me. She don't care that I'm late. I'll be late every day. Like, <laughs> it's all about standing up for yourself. Yeah, like now I got a servant. I've been here for almost a year. I can serve anywhere now. I don't even got to stay there now. But if I ever need to, um, it's there. Job person. I completely forgot that that's what Kayla's in school for. Yeah, you're terrible. For I that. really I'm forgot. Going to school for, and she done passed the test and all of that, and I didn't get to that part yet. And kids didn't even tell me. 
I forgot. She was going to school to be a doctor first. Okay, I'm talking about you. She was going to school to be a doctor first, and she changed. So I'll be forgetting. You know. I forgot. It was so crazy because I started off when I was younger. I was like baker. I'm having. I'm a. I'm gonna own a bakery. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a baker, own my own bakery. Then I moved to okay. I think I want to be a nurse. Like I know I want to be in the hospital. I just don't know what I'm gonna move forward to that. But I also had in 12th grade. It was like okay. I was. I was thinking either 911 operator, an undertaker, or a paramedic. I'm still open for the undertaker job. I'm still open for that. So undertaker or paramedic, but. It's nothing for school to be an undertaker or anything. So that's why I was like, all right, paramedic, like either or I'm fine with like if I can get a job to become an undertaker, I'll hundred percent take that without question X. Like, I'll take it. I don't know why I just like always like that job. I just always thought it was cool. It's creepy, I know. Kids be looking at me like I'm crazy when I be talking about it. Only because I watch too many movies. I feel like if I tried that, I'd be like, okay, Oregon out, and they're gonna jump up and scare me. I don't have time for that, you know. Mm. Now I've always wanted to do. Oop! Now I keep hitting the table. I've always wanted to do. Well, I always wanted to do something performing, something creative. I've always been a creative kid. Um, I do. I've always been. Yeah, I've always been a creative kid though. So like, I did talent shows when I was younger. I always forget that people are like, "Where'd you start?" I was a musical. Meanwhile, I was on talent shows in like third grade. Completely forgot. I'm crying. Yeah, so I started. I used to know how to draw. I used to draw my mother off foot. You bring that up every time. Yeah, because I really did. Yo, I always remember this. I was in ninth grade in a 12th grade art class. Like, I really thought I was bull. Like, I was in the advanced art class. And I was drawing my mother off foot. Well, it's been a creative kid. So, like, but I didn't realize, like, dang, I could really do this till like, 11th grade. Um, right, I think we did Cinderella, so that was like 11th grade, yeah, it was 11th grade, and I was like, dang, I can really do this, and I was gonna go to college for it, and I was like, nah, I don't wanna do that, I realized like, real last minute, nah, yeah, college wasn't gonna be for me though, like, and then, um, a lot of people say creative art, like, performing arts colleges are very competitive, so it's more, no, I feel like, when it comes to, when it comes to, like, creative stuff, I can usually push through better than, like, day-to-day stuff. Um, like, if I'm at rehearsal, I can push through better for some reason because I know there's an end goal to it. But a lot of people say performing arts colleges are very competitive, and they don't take the time to, like, teach you. You more so are, like, competing for a spot. Like, what am I going for if I'm not going to get taught? Like, of course it's going to be good. Like, you get good stuff. But a lot of it is just competing, Instead of okay, <laughs> so yeah, that's the end of discovering our most authentic self and growing. So remember, what's not growing is dead. I told you, these girls about to be getting. Say that, tell everybody that. Yeah. The girlies are getting that tatted. <laughs> she swears <laughs> so I'm getting tatted on. Put the game You're in the call. You're in the call. <laughs> So yeah, thank you for coming back to another episode of Adulting. Kinda. Oh, that's actually good. I think we had to focus though. Um, yeah, and make sure you follow us on all our social media and Oh yeah, check out our playlist. It has all our songs from our AK Vibe of the Week and everything like that. Um make sure you leave us rates and comment rate us five stars.
why would you rate less than five? Um, Spotify and I think Anchor and Apple Podcasts and comment on YouTube. Yeah, we have a YouTube, so do that. And yeah, our Instagram is adulting that kind of pod. I forgot, I forgot to say the name. And yeah, bye.